Last September in Fairview Park in Dublin, one man found himself suffering a sudden cardiac arrest while playing GAA for his club Cree Row Nefa, and he's on the line now. Derek O'Connor, good morning to you. How's it going? I'm good. How are you this morning? Not too bad, not too bad. And I mean, normally when you say, how are you, it, it, it's kind of you expect, I am Grant, but how are you? I am. You're, you're I'm rec- all recovered anyway, yeah? You're all rec- are you eating your breakfast? Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, we hope you're eating something healthy when we're going to tell the story that you're going to tell us now. No, I want to tell you. <laughs> what happened last September in that, that day in Fairview Park? What, what happened that morning before it? Um, just grew up like a, like a normal day. We had been up the night beforehand, a bit late, so grew up a bit tired that day, so we just took it out being, being tired. And then, as I went, me brother, my brother's son was having having a birthday, so we went down there, dropped the present off, and it was a bit late for the match, so just went to inside the hall and seen my brother himself, and he said to me, James, you don't look too well. I says, I just put it down to being tired, so it was just a blight. I was opening a bleeding can of monster then when he seen me. I says, this thing will bleed and ki- this thing will kill me. If he's- I'll drop on the field if I have this thing. And little that I know, I'm bleeding dead. Well, and, then, and just to point out, you, you, the reason you'd been up late. Sorry? The reason you'd been up late the night before is because your your girlfriend was pregnant at the time and, and wasn't yes, well. You, yes, weren't, uh, you yeah. weren't out. No, no, we really go out. Um, the girlfriend was up. I'm sure it was, the, I'm sure it was uh, up with the girlfriend. Yes, yeah, she was pregnant. It was either that or I was up playing the game. One of them I was, yeah. <laughs> Listen, just say the girlfriend because that's what you need to say. Yeah, Don't say you're up playing listen, games. I did say it. I, I said it to a chap writing an article there the other day. The missus read the article and she pulled me the next day saying, you didn't do that. You're up playing the game, but I'll say I was up. Okay, because this, <laughs> this is not live on the radio to 360,000 people, so you'll be fine. Uh, but look, this is quite... quite <laughs> <laughs> um, how, and do you mind me asking how old you are, Derek? I was twenty-three. So you're a young man. You're a very young man. Yeah. So you put no it down. Enough, you no put enough. it down to being tired, and you go out to play the game. What happens? It was like any like any other day. I was group. You're getting ready. Few stretches, wherever else. To be honest, to be honest, I like I'm really remembering now. I only remember going back to replay the match like ten, ten, probably eight to ten weeks later. I remembered walking back onto the field. But, other than that, I can't remember much. Like I still, to this day, I still can't remember that. And I just, from other people's perspective, we can, from what I was told, like that's all I remember. Well, it's very important to to say that you scored a goal during that match before this happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that's that's and everybody. Everybody said that's what did it. That's what did it for me. That's very important. It's a rarity. It's a rarity. You scored a goal. Like. <laughs> well, you were playing. You were playing against St Joseph's, and Paul Moore, who's a player, was on the sideline. Paul, good morning to you. How are you now, Shay? So, Paul, you, you, good morning to you. You might you, just to say that you are a firefighter as well, that you work with the, the with the fire brigade and, and, and the ambulance service, um, and the yeah, Dublin yeah. Fire Brigade ambulance. Um, so you're standing on the sideline. He's just scored a magnificent goal. And what happens next? You see him. Well, uh, I don't remember too much about the goal, Shay. To be honest, but uh, we were getting <laughs> we were getting well, we were, we were getting well at the time, you know. So uh, and um, so uh, the. the all I heard was a uh, commotion on the other side of the pitch. So I turned around and uh, straight away I seen Derek on the ground. He didn't look good, you know. So we ran straight across. And when I got there, um, there was a bit of panic, you know. There was a couple of lads standing around him and he didn't look well at all, you know. So in, it, just with my experience on the animals and stuff, uh, I thought straight away, I said, this doesn't look good, you know. Uh, so I checked his pulse. 
Um, he had no pulse, so he was in cardiac arrest. And uh, I just started down uh, CPR, chest compression straight away. And he was, um, he was, was he still vaguely conscious at this stage? As you, no, no, he was, he was like it was like seizure, cardiac arrest. When you when you go into cardiac, it's nearly like a seizure-like activity. You know, um, he's just shaking basically and agonal respirations. Um, so he's, he's trying to his body is trying to breathe, but it, it's not it's not proper breaths, you know. And um, so basically, he just knew straight away from seeing it in work a couple of times, you know, uh, that he was in cardiac arrest. What, what what did you what instructions did you issue to the people around you? You started CPR. Well, what did you say to the people around you? I just you? asked the lads to try and find a defib uh, defibrillator. You know, um, I said try the dressing rooms, shops. Um, I said ring an ambulance straight away. Like, we were only across the road in North Sound Forest Station, uh, thankfully. So yeah. So um, so for people who don't know Fairview Park, it's on the north side of Dublin. It's on what what just off the Malahide yeah. Road, heading for the Artane Roundabout. So yeah, it's about, yeah. It's yeah. about a five minute drive from town. But your fire station is the next. So the next junction is your fire station. Or oh, the yeah, North you Strand, can, you're not your fire yeah. station, but the next. You can is see the, the fire station from the park, you know. Yeah. So the lads, the lads go, the, the lads go into action and start running around the shops. Where did they get a defib? So uh, I think they tried the dressing rooms. They couldn't see one in the dressing rooms. So I think, as far as I know, they ran across the Tesco. Correct. And they got one at Tesco. It's just there at Fairview, you know. It's just directly and, across. Um, so well done to, to Tesco and any other people yeah. who have uh, defibs yeah. there. So the defib comes back to you. What happens? Um. Basically, uh, the defib was given to me, and I just I put the pads on, and uh, the, the defib was able to tell me that Derek was in uh, a VF arrest, and I hit the button to, to shock him, and I got a shock in, and um, that restarted his heart, um, but he, he went into cardiac arrest again, and just uh, as the ambulance was pulling up, we put uh, we gave him another shock, and he got his heart going again, and uh, just got him into the matter straight away. Um, so there was crews there from Larsen, and actually a crew from Fisbury arrived as well with advanced paramedics. They were able to give him some more drugs and stuff, you know, to so keep they, going till they, till they got him into the, the matter husband. So those heart first aid drugs, which can be in the golden few minutes, can be very important. Yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. And there's more and more advanced paramedics in the in the city. Yeah, well, um, in in Dublin Fire Brigade at the moment, um, they're constantly training up lads all the time. To upscale to advanced paramedic level, you know, and um, same with the HSE, the HSE. Yeah, and that's the programs going on as well. Implemented around and, around the country. Yeah, the, you, you, I know you're trying to make sure there's a couple um, on the watch uh, any time, you know, so they can administer those drugs. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Look, I know you're an experienced firefighter, but you must have got a shock yourself. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I've, I've never seen that now outside of work, you know. So it was. It was it was a bit of a bit of a fright, all right. You know, you don't expect that to happen in, a, in the middle of a football match on a nice sunny day, like so. Um, yeah, it was a bit of a shock, but uh, thankfully, Derek made a full recovery. And, I suppose it's know. important to say about defibs; they are extraordinarily useful and important. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, they, they, they don't necessarily work in every case. No, but um, without the defib, we wouldn't have got Derek's heart on again. You know, you can yeah. do CPR all day, but you need the electrical shock to restart the heart. You know, that's if that's the, where the, the, the if CPR that's, is just keeping it going until you get the defib on. Yeah, keeping you know, it, keeping the, the brain you know. supplied with oxygen. But yeah, exactly. But, but if it yeah, isn't, yeah. it isn't an event, a cardiac event that re, that is an electrical event as such, then the defib won't be. But the defib will tell you yeah. if it's needed to be used. So it's very, very, yeah, very, very, very exactly. important. Yeah, you can't give a shock to a person with a, with a heart that's beating normally. You know. Yeah. The, the, the machine, the brilliant machines, won't allow you yeah. to do it now yeah. as well. Derek, what happened when you? I, I know you only found out afterwards, but what was the outcome of your visit to the matter? Then your emergency visit to the matter. What happened? 
Jeez, it took me took me at least two or three days to to wake to waking up like I was on I was heavily sedated. So it took me a fair few days to waken up and realise what actually happened. Because when I woke up, I think um, the doctors and whatever else were telling them, look, don't tell them what happened or anything, because I think it was very high blood pressure and my heart rate was gone. So I think they told him just take a calm, don't let him know. So a few days later, he told me, and again, I was quite shocked. Because like, I consider myself a fit young employed. be going heavily on the roof for as well, so I, I'm fairly, fairly active. So don't say you're a roofer. We've been on so the text. quite a shock, already, yeah. It is a shock. And what what did they do? What was the treatment? Um, Jesus, eh? Uh, <laughs> did you get a stent? Yeah, hell, you know those. We know he was in ICU for a few days to just keep me. Just trying to down for a few days and trying to get me regularly back to normal. Well, I'll just give you, they, they looked after you and I just, because I have it from the article that you were in and it, it said they inserted a small stent into your heart as well and that opened up yeah, the artery. Yeah, put a stent, we have put a stent into the heart. Because they found that you, you had, thing, because you're, look, look, we all have history of, of a heart disease somewhere in the family if you look back. Your dad, unfortunately, died of a heart attack at what age? Um, I believe I believe it was 62, yeah, so I'm not the greatest bleeding memory now, but I believe it was 62, it was like two, two and a half years ago, was it? Yeah. So it's still quite fresh, like. Of course it is. So something like that to happen, something yeah. like that to happen. So hopefully, chapter thirty three, like it's it's madness, it is. Yeah. So hopefully you're 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 spreading the word now about getting your heart checked. Oh, as well. listen, every every chance I get, every chance I get, them defibs, them defibs, or you don't realise how much you need them till you actually need them, like. Yeah. And That's it, crucial, and like I said, probably ninety nine percent of the people that drop and have a heart attack don't have a fireman beside them, so. He's your he's your personal fireman now, you know that, don't you? Oh, absolutely. And do you keep in touch? I've had a few points on him all afterwards. He's a bleeding top man, he is. <laughs> you certainly are. Paul, when you arrive, right. can I ask you a question, Paul? When you arrive on scene um, with the ambulance or with the fire brigade uh, at a cardiac event, do you uh, in public? Do you often see the machine has been the defib machine has been deployed? Sometimes you would now, not not too often, you know, because most of the cardiac arrests you would attend would be in houses, so. Very rarely you'd see someone with one in the house, you know. Yeah. yeah. But uh, like in public, you might see one, you know. If uh, same as Derek, if something happens near the shop, or you know, it, it's great. It's great when they're on site, you know. But uh, as I said, most of the most of the cardiac arrests we go to would be in in private houses, so we wouldn't see it too often, you know. And Derek, are you back playing? Well. It was it was like two or three games till the end of the season, so I had to sit out and watch. I had to sit out and watch the end of the season. So the, I think this, the start of the season is starting back in March now, and I'm definitely going to start that again. Yeah. Good man, good man. Sure, I'm sure you were a great loss to the club when you weren't. Were, you weren't there. <laughs> I don't they think so. I they, don't think so. They weren't winning. And just to say, the GA are looking to promote are, are promoting the ACT uh, campaign to ensure heart safety at clubs accessible, charged, trained. That goes for the defib machine. And Paul, I know that you'd echo that. Yeah, absolutely. Like to to have it in, a, in an accessible area, like it's very important. You know, it's just um, quick access. The time is critical, so you want to you want to get the defib on straight away, and uh, just check it's charged every week. Every week, test. it's really yeah. important. So yeah. give give that job to somebody in the club. Make sure they do yeah. it as well. So Derek O'Connor, uh, survivor, player for Cray, Cree Nafa, uh, Roe Nafa, and Paul Moore, firefighter and player for St Joseph's uh, GA Club. Thanks for joining us this morning.